Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope you guys are having an amazing day and that you're enjoying your life. Last week on the podcast, we talked about the seven things that you can do to save your marriage. So here are a few takeaways from last week's episode. The first thing you can do is be your authentic self because it helps you to gain clarity. Remember, it attracts the right people into your life. It helps you to appreciate differences and enhances self-love. Number two, be open to self-reflection. Now, this will help you to live more with intention. You would become more self-aware of your actions, cultivate self-acceptance. It helps you to make sense of daily events, and it gives you a way to track changes, challenges, and breakthroughs. Number three, understanding your communication styles. So last week, we talked about how there are four communication styles. They are passive-aggressive, passive-aggressive, and assertive. So being able to understand how you communicate will be able to help you understand and speak to your spouse in a way that they don't feel attacked and that they feel valued. Number four, be open to compromise. So when we compromise, it's about making sure that everything is fair so that you both are getting something you both want or desire. So be open to compromise. Number five, trust yourself. Now being able to trust yourself just means that you have the confidence to know that you are making the right decisions because so many times we make decisions that are not good. So when you trust yourself, it helps you to make sure you're making the right decisions and trust you're making the right decisions. It helps you to trust your intuition and it also reduces your stress level. Number six, oh, this is the hard one. We talked about it last week. Admit when you are wrong. So regardless of whether mistake big or small, if you're wrong, just own it because it helps develop trust in the relationship. And finally, number seven, work on yourself. So we talked about how you realize that your spouse can't be the only person who's responsible for all the problems in your relationship and that you contribute to some of them. So you definitely need to work on yourself because if you do this, you will take away half the problems that you have in your relationship. So these are the seven takeaways from last week's podcast episode. And if you would like to learn more about the seven things you can do now to improve your marriage or relationship, then click on the link in the show notes to listen to last week's episode of the podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about the eight thoughts that you can use to change your marriage. Now, as I've said before, marriage is hard. It requires a lot of work in order for you to make your marriage work. It is very important to nurture and take care of your marriage. However, this can be very hard to do if you have negative thoughts about your marriage. So, if you find yourself having negative thoughts about your marriage, then here are eight thoughts that can change your marriage. So, the first thought is this. So instead of always assuming the worst, why don't you give your spouse the benefit of the doubt? Sometimes our perception makes things seem like it's actually an issue when it may not be. I remember there have been times in my marriage where I made an assumption and it wasn't the best assumption. And nine times out of ten, my assumption was wrong. But it seemed like a reality because in my mind, I had already made up my mind that this is what was going on, and it really wasn't. So instead of assuming the worst about your spouse, give him or her the benefit of the doubt. Hear your spouse out before taking offense. 
this is hard to do because sometimes when you guys are talking, maybe you're having a discussion or in a heated argument, and the first thing they say, you jump at, and you don't even listen to the rest of it because what you hear so far, you get offended by. So if you would just take some time, let the offense go, hear them out, hear everything that they're saying, and then decide whether you're going to be offended or not based on what they say. Because sometimes if you cut people off mid-sentence, you'll never hear the rest of what they were going to say. And what the rest of what they were going to say may not have been offensive at all. It could have just been explaining a point. So hear them out before you take offense. The next thing to do is make a mental note of what he or she does well and acknowledge it. This will help you tremendously because a lot of times we get into our routines and we don't see the good in our spouse. Like, you know how it was when you first got married or you first met them? You can sit down all day and write a whole list of awesome things to say about them, awesome things to think about them. But as time goes on, it gets harder and harder to have these thoughts. So make a mental note every day to at least write down five positive things about your spouse or five things that he or she does well, and acknowledge it. Number four, affirm them without criticizing, or instead of criticizing. So many times we criticize first. It's the easiest thing to do, but let me just tell you, criticizing and criticism is one of the four horsemen, which is an indicator of divorce. And I did an episode on that. It was called Gottman and the Four Horsemen. So if you criticize a lot and you need to learn why you shouldn't criticize and how it is tearing your marriage apart, then I invite you to go back. Now, I don't remember what episode it was or what episode number it was, but go back and listen to it. And the name of that episode is called Gottman and the Four Horsemen. And in that episode, I do talk about criticism and the three other horsemen that he talks about that will destroy your marriage. So instead of criticizing, try affirmation. Whenever you think of something to criticize your spouse about, affirm them, whether it's something small or it could be something big. Now let's be real, you may have to start off small, especially if criticism is your go-to. So you might wanna say something like, I like the way you do that. You did a good job with the kids or Thank you for taking the trash out. Thanks for washing the dishes. You're an amazing cook. I love the way you keep the house clean. Thank you for providing for our home. You know, there's so many ways to affirm your spouse. So affirm them instead of criticize. Number five, speak to your spouse using respectful tones instead of sounding irritated. I know this can be hard, especially if you are irritated with your spouse. But think of it like this. If you were talking to your boss and they irritated you, what would you do? Now, nine times out of 10, most people would not go crazy on their boss. They would be respectful, even if that their boss made them upset or said something that annoyed them. So we have to think about it in terms like this, because I realize that sometimes we, and I say we because I mean myself included, we treat other people so much better than we treat our family members. Like you're kind, you're polite, and you do all these awesome things, and then you get home and you let your manners go. Well, don't do that, okay? So the same respect and the same at the same um, way you act out, act that way at home. So speak to your spouse using a respectful tone instead of sounding irritated with them. See their differences as qualities that you don't have. 
So instead of seeing their differences as annoying, let's say your spouse likes to organize things and you might find it annoying. It could drive you crazy. Just see it as a quality you don't have because it's funny that most of the time we marry people who are almost opposite to us. Yeah, we have a lot of interests in common, things that we like to do in common, but personality-wise, we could be so different. So see their qualities as qualities you don't have and see it as a benefit to your relationship instead of something to be annoyed about. Think of your spouse as your equal and not your child because it's not your job to teach your spouse anything. It's not your job to baby them or smother them or micromanage them. They are adults. They're like of equal status, equal partners. So do not treat them like a child. That is not going to work. And don't think of them as a child. Because when you think of someone as a child, like, oh, they're just like a second kid. I'm always picking up after them. I'm always doing this. You are degrading them. And you're making yourself upset. They're adults. So think of your spouse as your equal and not your child. And finally, assure your spouse that you're proud of them and that you're happy with who they are. This is important because when you get married to where we are now, depending on how many years you've been married, your spouse is not the same person that they were when you married them. Okay, yeah, so they are the same person. They haven't morphed into somebody else. But what I'm saying is we evolve over time. Our thoughts change. Our perceptions change. Our goals change. So... If you've been married for a long time, or even a few years, the person you said I do to has evolved and they're changing and they have different goals. And maybe some of their values may have shifted a little, but they are not the exact same person they were then. And it's good because if they were, that would mean there's no growth. So you should be happy that they are changing and that their change is evolving into something else. So be proud of who they are. Don't compare them to who they used to be, but compare them to who they are now. Live in the present. Be happy with who they are now. Now, if the way you think about your spouse will change, then guess what else will happen? The way you treat your spouse will change. Because when you treat people better, they'll respond to you differently. So it's all a chain of command. Think about it. So you think differently about them. Great. So because you're thinking differently about them, you're treating them a lot better. And since you're treating them better, they respond to you differently. They'll feel better about themselves when they think that you're happy with them. So nothing will change your spouse and your marriage faster than your own thoughts. So just think about that. And also remember, marriage is a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think negative thoughts, you'll see negative behavior. Fortunately, the opposite is also true. So you see positive. If you think positive thoughts and you give the benefit of the doubt, you'll see positive behavior. Think of how much less conflict and drama you're going to have in your marriage if you choose to be the one who's slow to take offense or jump to conclusions when you're quick to give the benefit of the doubt and not try to assume what people are thinking. So if you begin to do any of these things right now, you will definitely be on your way to beginning to change the way that you think about your marriage. Now the song we're going to listen to today is called When I'm in Your Arms. And the song is about a woman who feels safe in her marriage. And I think that's what we all want. We want to feel safe and valued and loved. And so the first step to that is to think positively about our spouse. So here is the song, When I'm in Your Arms. Frustrated and tired Had a bad day, such a bad day my mind is 
thinking about today nothing went my way as soon as i get home you are there for me waiting there for me as soon as i get home you are there for me waiting there for me the cloud seems to go away when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. My problems, they don't stay when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. I know it sounds crazy. But that is what love does It brings out the best in you Together There is nothing That we won't do Just me and you As soon as I get home You are there for me Waiting there for me As soon as get home you are there for me waiting there for me the cloud seems to go away when i'm in your arms when i'm in your arms my problems they don't stay when i'm in your arms when i'm in your arms i need The cloud seems to go away when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. My problems, they don't stay when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. The cloud seems to go away when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your my problems, they don't stay when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. As soon as I get home, you are there for me, waiting there for me. As soon as I get home, you are there for me. Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love hanging out with you each week, and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show. 
because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.